Hey guys. Hey. Hi, Sam. Hello. Death number two. Took me almost 50, it took me almost 50 episodes. Yeah. I'm honestly kind of impressed you managed to kill Pelda before she gave me pounce. Yeah. Me too. It was so close. I was so close. It, was it so wasn't that close, actually. You also, I was so close to... Uh, I, I, I propose a toast to Jason Bullman for making a floor that uh, absolutely fucked us in the ass. <laughs> I think this was um, the yeah. double bosses from uh, Sam, but... Like, here, actual indeed. cheers. Yeah. I yeah. like being challenged. I was actually bawling when she died, because I was here. <laughs> <laughs> it hit me the hardest. Garrett, you took it the hardest. Getting Monk yeah. Flurry and Pounce? How could you live without that? No, I cried the second I heard, which was immediately. Because yeah. you were absolutely I can here. hear the tears in your voice. Good thing we'll have other ways to give everyone Pounce. But, yes, cheers to Pelta, who, as I was when I'm off oh, the air, where I was Pelta. asked is if I was happy that I got another Kelsey. I'm bittersweet when I kill a player, or PC. Yeah, I Don't do have players, to die Sam. now. That's Sam's nice. gonna fly up here. Players, it's just Sam me. is going but... to commit actual murder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sam would, I mean, what? There is a lot of Pelta's story that Alex and I have discussed. Yeah, a lot of cool that, stuff that could have uh, happened, but just disappears yeah. now. Maybe. The real solution here is just kill Ray because he has like nothing going on in the background. Uh, Ray, Ray has backgrounds too. See, but then it wouldn't. We make did for kill the story. Technic League in town, or at least part of the Technic League. Technically, yeah. all the Baldur's But they'll probably. I want to see more too. of the Technic League. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Which actually uh, brings me to my cold open, the Technic League. Oh. So. Oh no. Earlier this week, Matthew shared a meme, or Megan shared a meme. I shared a meme. You shared a meme, which is one of my favorite tropes is when your group of main characters has been split up for questioning and they're neatly and they're all answering the same questions in a neatly spliced montage. With that follow up comment, my favorite trope is when the stories blatantly and hilariously conflict. I think that meme's and funny. My comment on that was that I think it would be hilarious to do that if we were ever comp captured by like actually competent Hell Knights. And my comment on was that is there's no such thing as competent Hell Knights. And to Matthew's comment, I said, I have yeah. thoughts on this, but I want to say them for the cold open because my, also not, not, not specifically comment, related said, to Hell Knights. Also to Matthew's comment, I said, perhaps not plural competent Hell Knights, but there is at least Retha. <laughs> Jeremiah. 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 That's true. That's two, though. So that's, that's, that's two, two Hell competent Knights, Hell Knights. Therefore, plural. Yeah. Sam, a, a corollary to that, one of my, my other favorite tropes is uh, not not when uh, people are uh, necessarily giving separate an or completely different answers, but when they misunderstand what they're giving, uh, what they're uh, being interrogated. I do about. like that one too. Maldrick my cousin Vinny, um, perfect example. My cousin Vinny's great. <laughs> I love that movie. Oh yes. Oh my god, that's so good. Love Marissa Tomei. Anyways. But uh, please watch my cousin Vinny if you haven't. It's, yeah, I, 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 turn it's this off right now. I don't classic. care if you're driving. Go go. <laughs> By my cousin Acquire Vinny. my cousin Vinny. Park it by is, the side of the road it's, and watch my cousin Vinny. It's four dollars to get it in HD on Amazon permanently. Yeah, right. I, I got it like the day it dropped. There is no Amazon. reason anyone should ever not see that movie. I don't. This is now a my cousin Vinny fan cast. I'm sorry, I don't make the rules. <laughs> um. Anyways, <laughs> Sam, you have a question though. You literally make the rules. We I do make the rules. Frame by frame for the next six. And episodes, you just live uh, to break them. Episodes. I like to break all rules. So, one of my, and this is something as someone who has watched a lot of fictional media with like 
there's a villainous organization and heroes and stuff like G.I. Joe, Transformers, uh, He-Man. I know I'm naming a lot of like early 80s properties, but those are also so things that So I know Alex have, has like, thoughts on this too because he's been reading a lot about mutants and masterminds. Undercats. Well, X-Men's also a great example. X-Men is great. I mean, mutants and masterminds isn't specifically X-Men, but just like superheroes Conceptually. in general. Yeah. 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 Where the villains can only be as competent as they can as they need to be for the plot to progress. Yes. That is a trope and and it's I say trope. It's a requirement of media for certain medias that is you need villains, but the heroes have to win all the time. And it makes Yeah, cuz a competent villain just wins. Yeah. yeah, especially in superhero plots. Like if the if the villains at all competent, the heroes won't learn about it until after they've actually achieved exactly. their plan. So like, like I'm this is just an example with the Technic League. In universe, the Technic League is this hyper competent technological super society group that has a hard grasp on all technology. But in universe, because they are a nefarious evil organization in Galarian that opposes the protagonists, they can only look like bumbling idiots. <laughs> and so that's they not true. So, no, that's what I, I like. You've done that in this game, but in Iron Gods, they're actually a significant threat. Like, but they, they're they not. Really well. I played most of Iron Gods, and they were nothing but like pathetic. What I like about Pathfinder is the fact that the... I don't, I don't know what your GM has changed. Yeah, on. yeah I don't want to get disposed for Iron Gods, but I played with a GM who ran it pretty much by the book, other than altering some boss fights to make them more of a challenge. And they were, they were legit. Yeah, I never, I didn't have that at all. Turn an entire city against the party. Yeah, I never had any of that happen. It was, we turned the entire, ours ended up turning the entire nation against the Technic League, so. You you see, you say that truth, but then there's like Awesome McCool or whatever his name is. No, those are not. Tech McCool is not a member of the Technic League. He's one of, uh, Cooling Kids. No, Cooling Kid, yeah. No, Cooling Kid's the girl. Whatever the Black Sovereign's name is. Oh, uh, Give Up Give Up Cole. Cave off Cole, yeah. No, he's like his right-hand man is Tech McCool. And it's so good. But like, they have these armies of robots, armies of gearsmen and myrmidons and all these things. If they, and they have had such a tight grip on Numeria for decades, why is it when they hear there's a pocket cell rebellion, they do not send out their annihilators to wipe it out instantly? That's the kind of thing I'm talking about. There's actually a reason for that. Because the last time they tried to do that was against uh, the the third invasion from the world wound and they ended up giving demons nuclear weapons so they're like all right we're gonna do this in secret from now on maybe not <laughs> given demons nuclear weapons that sounds like they probably used them immediately wonderful chaos they did, yeah it was it wasn't a lasting threat demons went like, okay. mm, total destruction <laughs> sounds sweet we've learned our lesson we're now going to do this as clandestine and secretive as possible and have as little things trace back to the really important pockets of tech that we can, because they don't they don't really want world domination. They just like being a megacorp, basically. They want money, they want respect, and outside of that, as long as no one's stealing their copyright, they don't give a shit. Okay, but then they do things like attack the Black Rose Museum for having an exhibit on Numeria. Fair enough. So technically aside, though, I think what he's really they trying- also didn't invent any of that stuff. To, to, to be fair, that scenario is actually hard, so. so yeah. But also, they didn't <laughs> the, uh, the Null Blades, which are the technically signature weapon, the combination of magic and technology, that oh, is their thing. Yeah, the lightsaber, yeah, the Technomancy yeah, Prestige yeah. class. No, no, no not, not, the, not the Plasma Sword, the, uh, the Null Blades. They're plus two adamantine longswords. 
that have anti-tech and anti-magic. No blades are bastard swords. Are they bastard yeah, swords? Yeah, they're plus okay. one. They're well, plus yeah. one tech bane. That bastard swords. So technically, aside, I think the real point here is that the Hell Knights can be nothing but incompetent because of what they are. You know, only when they're acting as villains. Only when they're villains. acting as villains. Because that's look at not Jeremiah. Look at Aretha. Awful. Therefore, they are evil. There is no such thing as lawful that's good. Not that's, not, uh, that works. That's, that's not how it works. <laughs> the entire God Claw is up fighting Leo in the world wound. Like, they're basically the entire God Claw. Uh, yeah. Yeah, because their their branch and fucking Cheliax got wiped out by the Glorious Reclamation because they were pissy that Raisins. the God Claw yeah. found Diomedes' cool sword and they didn't. Yeah. Uh, there's there's a comic book I can't remember. Is there a comic book or book? I can't remember the name of it. But I had a I had a friend that would mark out about it a lot when we would have these kind of discussions. Because there was a villain in it where you follow the hero like as he's storming the villain it's modern day, so it's like storming the villain's base of operations, this huge building, and he gets to the top and he's I'm go I'm here to defoil your evil plan and he just says I completed this two weeks ago. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you about it if you want, but it's done. Yeah, exactly. That's the kind of competency like villains would have. You don't, and I'm going to use 80s cartoons as an example because, you know, Cobra Commander, the Decepticons, Skeletor's forces, like those Mumra. are yeah. relative, Mumra. Oh, God, Mumra. Yeah, Mumra. It can, my point says like in universe, Megatron, Skeletor, Cobra Commander, Mumra, they are terrifying over incredibly powerful, dangerous existences that based Megatron's title is Emperor of Destruction. Yup. Yeah. He turns so into good. a fucking gun that kills everyone. That's so awesome. And like Starscream is a famed assassin. Yup. He is the head of the Decepticon Seekers who hunt and assassinate traitors. But in universe, Starscream's a bumbling idiot. Oh yeah, he is. Megatron stands there and does nothing. He sometimes turns into a gun and gets punched in the mouth by Optimus. Cobra Commander screams at a TV every episode. And you can say it's because they're evil, they're backstabbing. That happens a lot, like with Evil In, Starscream. There's always your your second, your right-hand man traitor in the shows. Destro, I think, sure. is in a... Yeah, team. yeah. Yeah. But there is no space level. And Stormtroopers are another great example. Stormtroopers are as competent as they need to be for whatever they're doing. Look at the opening of episode four. They successfully take the vessel. Mm -hmm. But from then on, they're complete and utter jokes. Yep. Well, it's mostly Darth Vader because they are held at bay by like a cell of 15 rebel soldiers. I mean, <laughs> defending yeah. it does ha defenders do have a large advantage, but yeah, they do. Yeah. But even then, like look like Vader. Vader also is, you know, one of the hey, most Vader. powerful, frightening forces in Star Wars. But Vader never Vader never loses, mm -hmm. though. Like that, you say that, but Vader has never lost on screen. There, there's Obi Wan's line plans, in though. Episode Four: "How only Any Imperial stormtroopers are so precise." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like, they are in. It is an informed in-universe thing. And then now we have stormtroops, stormtrooper marksmanship as a sign of incompetency. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, yeah. And you can argue that this extends to both sides with the red shirts in Star Trek making sure that like the enemy force like whatever their threat they're encountering looks well, scary heroes have the wharf effect to go against yeah them, speaking of yeah. but Star Trek. the same thing happens with villains because like again i'm gonna pick transformers because it's a media i know a lot about let's use transformers armada for instance every time a new decepticon shows up he wins he wins the fight and succeeds in getting the minicon from that episode on he is no better than any other decepticon mook 
minicons are a trap and actually make you weaker. <laughs> but then there's um, some episodes where the bumbling idiot is aggressively successful for no reason other than we need to show that they can win for the Autobots to not look like flawless, perfect heroes. There is another concept that I think goes uh, with this and has a lot to do with um, descriptions in role-playing games. And that's what happens when you fail, especially like a, a fumble. Yeah. Where like you can fail in a competent way where no you don't drop your sword you don't break your bow in half or trip on a banana peel yeah it's like it's no, like they parried your strike like that's what happened Failed yeah up. like you you're like pelta like a lot of times when pelta missed or retha missed i said you did not penetrate their armor or they dodged out of the way it's not pelta swings her side and cuts retha's horns off right <laughs> Yeah, I've told this story a lot. I, I had a GM that was like that. He's he had this the hor he's the one with the horrible fumble and critical success rules. Yeah. Or fucking critically succeeding survival will get you a winter dire wolf. Oh that, that guy. You yeah, you talk about him way early uh, yeah. in the pod. Jeez. Yeah, no, he is the he is the epitome of that. He is I want to make my players look like fucking morons whenever they fail. Because I enjoy it and find it funny. Yeah. And, and if that's Stop a game everyone's that into, that's fine. Right, you can play that way. Right, it's if everyone agrees to that, wrong. it's fine. Yeah, it's a consent. But if no thing. one agreed to that, stop playing with that guy. Exactly. I did. Yeah. So exactly. No, no Pathfinder is better than bad. I played with someone like that too. I stopped playing with him because he yeah. was. It was also an explicitly NSFW game, and that was just not good vibes. Ooh. I would love to keep discussing this, but we are almost twenty minutes into this episode. I figured this would happen. Uh, Sam, Sam complains um, about these going so on. I'm just going to leave us like with my, my, my final comment of it's it's interesting that the evil Hell Knights are very incompetent. I think we would all agree that Host is even less competent than Drovist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, Drovist, yeah. I think, is a relative. I don't know if she's an antagonist at this point, so she's okay yeah. to be kind of competent right. in her job. She's a little sus. I think she, yeah. She's against Host and we're against Host, and for now, that's that. Host walks in with a villainous mustache. He wa He's wearing the, the fucking signifier mask. It's got a mustache painted on it. <laughs> this Still is canon now. Host's signifier mask has an <laughs> evil mustache. He's He's got a dick dastardly mustache on it. We're going to go back to, be, to town, and he's going to be tying someone to a railroad track, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna invent the railroad just so we can tie uh Gosh, tie I'm Rosal just thinking about it. what he drinks while he does it. I have another one of my cookout mules, which is uh bourbon and uh Soco local brewery watermelon ginger beer. Alex, what do you have? I have uh I'm still pouring it out for Pelta with a Kavanaugh single malt. More whiskey for me. Lots lots and lots of whiskey. I am drinking New Belgium Dominga Mimosa Sour. Ooh, nice. mixing it up. Matthew, what do you got? Now that my Mountain Dew uh, intake is less, my wife's letting me get the crazy weird ones from all over the place. This is a passion fruit frenzy from New Zealand. So, Ooh. yeah, it's pretty good. I never had passion fruit frenzy Mountain Dew before, but now I have. Okay. That sounds delicious. Uh, I would love to try that. Yeah. Megan, what do you got? So, okay, minor story time. I have a chocolate that I got for Christmas. That is dark chocolate and, and then it has orange and almond in it. So I decided to recreate that in a drink using just pure liqueur. <laughs> one part triple sec, one part amaretto, two parts creme de cacao. Wow, that sounds really good. It's pretty that good. That sounds really good. Actually. I would like drink. I, I might need I need to make get tell my sister about that because she loves chocolate orange. Yeah. It's really good. Ian, 
What do you got? I'm just keeping on the ginger ale. Nice. Oh, uh, because you, you have some. You have somewhere to be again. Yeah, I'm meeting up with friends after this, and they're down a couple, like an hour off away. So you're gonna drink after the fact. Yeah. Yeah, I'll drink later. Excellent. And David, water. I don't have anything. I spent the like five minutes before we started recording crying, so I'm not particularly thirsty. That's unfortunate. That's a- Shaking us all up. Da- David's, they, yeah, David's He's, clearly also been very affected by, by Peltas' death. death. Which, by the <laughs> way, uh, Peltas' dead, guys. Uh, yeah, she's gone. And you have to make a decision now. Continue on this floor without her, or return to town and bolster your forces. Isn't there, like, one room left? I, yeah. Well, actually, I think you, there's a lot more. I think we well, should, we, we I still really think know. we should return to town, because I just... I don't know. I want to loot the bodies first. Find out what's on them. I mean, we don't need to leave immediately. Yeah. Like... We can... Well, you see in the room you were in, this throne area, there were three entryways, one of which you came through, and then there's the door that you locked down here with DC 38 checked to open. Yeah, so there's, there's still plenty of yeah, floor. So I, I can go pop that open and see what's actually back there while you guys loot the other room. Okay. Sure, do you want someone to come with you? No, it's fine. I can get out of situations pretty easily. All right. Well, let's make it quick. And I'll, I guess, start going and looking at loot because i'm all sure right, so... things are magic all right yep uh yeah sartos has some magic on him he's wearing a mithril chain shirt that is currently pinging as plus three but you know he casts magic vestments so it's yeah really just masterwork but it's still a masterwork mithril chain yeah, shirt and he had a plus one rapier okay and then as far as other magic items he had he didn't the naga the naga has something, I think. The Alnaga had no equipment. For a dungeon crawl, Emerald Spire is incredibly stingy with loot and money. Very, both. very much. Yeah. I'm constantly amazed by well, how little money there is. Well, there's also that we're a six-person party, and it's a little, um... I'm sure the... I'm sure the well, no, even by that metric, yeah. the stuff we've gotten, like, the loot may balance out if you're for, like, money-wise, but it'd be close as hell. But actually finding stuff in the dungeon, you find almost nothing of interest. Yeah. It's because it's a lot of the stuff you're encountering is like monsters, so they're not they don't have gear. Yeah. Yeah. Like these are the first yeah. like real enemies. I'm sure I'm sure the uh, the two headed Naga had a whole bunch of cool stuff. Oh the the Uzarkus had some, yeah. had some cool yeah. stuff. And of course he uh, got away. Yeah. Let's look around this room. Yeah. Alright, give me a perception check. Uh while Ray, you're down there, you pop open that door. Yep. Uh as you get to that door, you hear rattling on the other side. Actually, before you open it. Pelta, she responds. Yes! <laughs> 30 even for perception on my end. 35 for me. Inside the large serpent statue is a massive emerald worth 10,000 gold pieces. That'll help, okay. Well, that's... I'll just yeah. get that. It's also 25 feet off the ground in between its ma- in its mouth. I can get that. Um, <laughs> Cast that scorpion shit on me again. I can turn I you can into something it. that flies. Well, I can fly up there if you guys need me to. That's I can okay. just slide yeah, up I there. Yeah, I suppose Gareth can fly. I can fly. I can, I can just, just teleport up there. I got a lot of Yeah, ones. we've got plenty of people who can get up yeah. there. Travel domain. Yes. Um, I'm looking for the Emerald Spire quest cards because there's a quest associated with this gem that you guys get now. Find someone to sell this gem to. Yeah. Uh, it is called... I'm glad I got these cards for uh, Christmas from my soon-to-be in-laws. The green gem. You find the gem. Find a way to release the gem. That's the quest. Let me finish explaining the room before you guys try to do something with this. Declan and Gareth, you also notice the statue is missing its fangs. Ooh. Oh. 
Okay. So maybe if we find its feints, it stick them in. Otherwise, otherwise, we can just break that statue. Yeah, go ahead and try breaking it. I mean, don't we have an adamantine weapon? We do. We also have an adamantine wire saw. We can just there. cut the head off. The you snake. also have a giant stone serpent fang in your inventory. Yeah. Oh right. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So you just got to find the matching one. Also, Declan, upon assessment, um, the bracket holding the the emerald in place is also made of adamantine. Oh, okay. Well, even better. We can sell that, too. Yeah, so I'm going to say, yeah. let's chip around the stone get the, and get the adamantine bracket. Actually, cutting the head off the snake statue and selling that would probably sell more for the emerald. Yeah. But looks cool. cutting adamantine is a challenge, right? Like, that's not well, a... The whole statue isn't just the braces. Oh, okay. There's there's yeah. other things to deal with in that one. There's a lot to do with that statue. Yeah, um, we shouldn't figure that out. That this is one of those statues that released, like, nasty-ass poison that could kill us. Yeah. Oh, we already know it does. Let's go find the other thing. Let's do it the way they yeah, let's, to do it. Let's, let's look around before we resort to breaking artifacts. Yeah, fair. <laughs> it is an evil artifact, I will say. So, I mean, like, it's the, still the morality issues are, are nil to positive, really. My, in my end, it's a, Declan's an archaeologist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he is an archaeologist. Uh, he does have professional archaeology. Okay, great, Robert. In a museum. Oh. Yeah, are you a, uh, yeah, are you a British uh, archaeologist or an Indiana Jones archaeologist? Yeah, are you sending Ooh. it to the... Uh, Black Rose? Or hey, Indiana Jones is also white. Y yeah, but he's also very big on returning artifacts. That was fair. Most of the I... important ones he finds do end up in a box where no one will ever see them, though. Most of yeah, the important but... ones he finds melts people's faces. Yeah. Also true. There was plenty problematic with Indiana Jones. Yeah, There's true. plenty wrong with it. Yeah, we're not gonna... We're not going to touch that. He kills a lot of Nazis, though. So he does kill go. a lot yeah. of Nazis. He kills Nazis. He has, that's, two that's he has two movies of doing that. So Yes. Um, additionally, in here, you see the doors to the north, the doors to the east. I'm sorry. The doors to the east, the doors to the south, because I've got north is to the left. Ah, uh, right. Yeah. No, no, to the left, not to the right. Thank you. All right. Just make it up. You have that power. Yeah, but then I forget and I read the directions in the mop, in the ape, the map, the module, and then I get exactly. turned around, like with the water level. Uh, and yeah, there's those doors. So Ray, you hear rattling like someone's trying to open the door down there where you're standing. Well, they're up there doing that stuff. What's this door made of? Wood. Ray, speaking in Aklo, is going to try and use bluff to emulate Sartos and say. Uh, Who's back there? One of the humans has screwed with our mechanisms. That's a, uh, that's a 37 bluff. You hear shouting, but it's very unintelligible. Perhaps degenerate? Yeah, it's like they're speaking a dialectal version of Aklo that's less truncated. It's Red more Mac truncated. Aklo. That is just like really weird to hear out loud. All right, I'm gonna turn honesty into a bladed rifle then and undo the lock on the door. I'm gonna open it. You do undo yeah. the lock and the door rattles open and there's a degenerate serpent folk. He looks at you and looks at your gun and hisses at you. In Aklo, you can surrender now if you want. He pulls his mace out of his belt loop. So I guess this is gonna happen while they're investigating. Roll for initiative, I guess, right? Didn't take long, it's just one. Yeah. So the serpent folk's gonna go first. And it's gonna attempt to hit you with its mace. 
and miss with a 19. And that was your turn. Honesty is in bladed rifle form, so I'm just gonna put four shots into it. Okay. Actually, for posterity, five foot setback. I don't want to get blood on me if I can avoid it. That sounds about right. Okay, so first shot is a uh, 22 touch. Yep. A terrible. Roll. Second shot is a much higher. It's 19, unfortunately not. I don't have to critical yet on the die, so that's 35. Uh, oh, nat 20! Alright, roll to confirm. Third shot. Roll to confirm is a 21 touch. Yep. And then fourth and final shot is a 17 touch. Yep. Oh, shit. Okay. So, effectively five shots hit, because honesty doesn't have times four in rifle form. Um, the rest of the party just sees their XP trackers go up and is like, what the fuck is he doing? <laughs> <It's> 83 damage. <laughs> Uh, 83 damage, how much do you have? Uh, yeah, you drop him. He goes unconscious. Cool. I'm gonna move in carefully and see what I can find. Is it just a hallway? Yeah, you see hallway. Alright, I'll head back at that point. Right, you're all back there. Uh, Pelta's body's in the bag of holding, I guess. Or slumped over her shoulder. I feel like the bag of holding's a good idea. Yeah. There was just, uh, another degenerative down there. Okay. Uh, they're dead. No. We found a giant emerald in that statue mechanism. We're looking for a matching giant stone tooth. Yes. Did you see a giant uh, snake fang in that room you were in? Uh, it was just hallways. I didn't go that far into it. You could tell Ruth is still a little shaken from watching a yeah, colleague honest. die. But We all are. Gonna... Onwards. Declan's plan is to repress. <laughs> Gareth feels incredibly responsible for Pelta's death because he's on the verge of a breakthrough and he wasn't he, he didn't get there fast enough. He wasn't able to help Pelta. He feels terrible right now. You guys open these doors to the south, pull them up, pull them because they swing inwards, and more serpents. Cool. Oh, so that's where the hallway connects. And they scream at you. Cool. And now we roll for initiative. Uh, I stab them. <laughs> It is the regular servant folks' turn as I make sure that his sheet is open. And he is going to... What are you going to do? What do you have to do here? Because right now, all you have is the ability to get stabbed by Reva. <laughs> That's a great ability to have. Yeah, like, I'd approve of that. <laughs> sure, dude. He is going to run into the hallway. And you hear shouting in Aklo saying, the, in the intruders have defeated our champions! To arms! Too bad I've last in initiative like I always am. Uh, now it's Gareth's turn. So he, he does his best Ray impression and says, Declan, power battery form! Reaches up, touches Declan, and uh, channels <laughs> the gift, gives him a third level spot. I like that. <laughs> uh, this serpent folk is also going to run. Ray will call out Naklo. That's not what to arms means! <laughs> Declan, you're up. I hope that you're still uh, in fireball distance. There's the center one over there. Alex, have any uh, color commentary you want to give us? Uh, this seems like it would have been a good uh, warm-up for the boss fight. But this point. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> so it feels like uh, we went through that hallway first. At this point, it's a little bit of a detente after the main thing has gone on. Another arcane reservoir point. So can they all make me flexes? Whoever's in range. I think Retha's in range as well. Well, I got a net one on the first reflex save. Perfect. Got a adjusted 15 on the second. Does no die. Natty 19 for a 23. You're barely safe. Okay. 
Okay. Hit me with it. 31 fire. 31 fire. Even though I saved it. You hurt? Yeah, we. Oh, yeah, we didn't heal after that, did we? No, you didn't. Well, I've done some channels before. But... Maybe we shouldn't have pressed on. Ah, uh, I can heal you. You're you're fine. You're not gonna die. There's there's a few channels around still, if I remember. Nine channels left. <laughs> We're okay. That's what we got right now. Really scraping the barrel. I, yeah, I don't know how you're gonna manage. I know, right? Blossoming lights are so cool, except for the no armor thing. That that kind of sucks. I'm just mad because we're at 46 minutes and I still haven't found out what Alex's new character is, and I know he's gonna fucking hold it over my head for another <laughs> week. Yeah, you're not gonna find <laughs> out. Bitch, if you want me to walk your magic carp this week, I'm taking your phone and nothing's gonna stop me. <laughs> <laughs> the first uh, server folk is going to attempt to flail slap Retha. With a 28 to hit flat-footed Retha. Flat-footed is 30. Yeah. Which is the so, same as my regular AC. Actually. Clangs off your Hellmite plate, not even a scratch on it. And then he attempts to bite you because he's stupid. 18 to hit. Natural 20s are always a possibility. Yep, but it's yeah, an 18. No. Ray, you're no. up. Right, except the one that has an attack is going to get four shots into it. Okay. Uh, take my cover. Um... Natural 18, this guy is being nice to me at this deck. That's, that's, a, that's a 35 to hit. Not buffs. Second attack is a 25 touch. Third attack is a 32 touch. Sorry, 27 touch. And fifth attack is a 27 touch. Or fourth. Which one were you aiming at? Uh, the one that had an attack. The okay. One, uh, Give me it spread out, because in case you kill it up before your last shot. I don't think I will. I don't, I don't have that much damage. It did take a fireball to the face already. 20 damage on that one. 18 damage on the second shot. Uh, 14 damage on the third shot. All right. 16 damage on the fourth shot. And you drop it. And it's actually good. Retha, you see the tiniest tip of a serpent folk over here run the other direction, like down the way you guys came from. Maldrick, you're actually up. So Maldrick is going to uh, move up. He's going to cast uh, Shocking Grass, or not Shocking Grass, Jesus Christ, Frostbite, move up, and kill this guy. Natural 19. That, that's a potential crit, because I have Sharpened yep. Arm. Elamow. <laughs> Natural 17 to follow up. That's a plus 14 with no buffs on, so that's... 31 will confirm. So that is going to be 2d8 plus 16 on my base weapon. Oh, I meant to have Power Attack on, and I didn't. I fucked up. Oh, well. I'm sure you'll do fine. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, 43 points of damage. What's the breakdown? All slashing, no frost, no cold damage in there? Non-lethal cold damage, it is cold damage. Okay. So that, it, all the damage from that 2d6 plus 16 at the end is uh, cold damage. Uh, you see both your damage and the cold is resisted because I just saw the note about their elemental resistances that would have actually factored in, but hands off the chest because I already declared that guy a dead. All right, Retha, you're up. Well, he might be uh, resistant to cold, but uh, he's not immune to hot lady, right? He's also got a five-foot step back to full attack. Yeah, I know. Stay. Stay born is an act 17 or... It'll hit. Yeah, I was like, I do I need to do math? Uh, over 30. Yeah, no. 31. Piercing. And I suppose it might not be strictly max on the acid. Oh, nope, it is max. Uh, and four acid. And that actually drops him. Okay. And as um, that happens, you see... Uh, that serpent folk 
we're gonna just drop out of initiative here. As you see that Serpa folk that ran the other way, run like on its knees, scram like hands and knees scrambling backwards as a spiked chain whips out and decapitates it. Oh no, oh boy. Nice. This is Alex. And walking out of the oh. shadow. Oh no. And I'm oh. gonna give Alex vision. <laughs> so he can see where his new character is. And you're good to go, buddy. Jeremiah said he might need some help. And here's the token for the rest of you. Oh my. Wow. How is that? Oh, okay. Is that Hell Knight armor? That better not be Hell Knight armor. That that, that looks is, like Hell Knight that armor. Very much Hell Knight Damn armor. It! <laughs> <laughs> Alex sent me this character sheet and I just just big ol' eyes reaction. <laughs> Step forward and heal my sis. She's hurting. Does Alex describe your character for yeah. the character for the so, audience? This character, you, you don't get really any sense of what they look like because they are head to toe in dark, full plate Hell Knight armor. Oh! Detailed mask um, resembling a burning flame covers their face in entirety. And they're standing, just wringing the life out of this poor serpent folk uh, with their chain, um, with a gleeful little smile as they finish their business there. You hear a wet, sickening crunch as the, the serpent folk falls limp. Always good to kill a heretic. Oh. Retha's face is at this point completely covered with her helmet, but you see sort of a smile reflected deep in her eyes. If it's any consolation, Gareth, I'm naming down Ironsides at whoever this is. That is consolation. If it's any consolation, Gareth, if I die, I'm 100% coming back as a Hellbike. <laughs> 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 yeah, everyone's new character is a Hellbike. No! <laughs> Holds up a hand. Any friend of Jeremiah's is an ally of mine. Hold your fire. Yeah, bold claim for someone we don't know that walks in on murder. You were in the middle of murder, too. And technically, everything we just did was also murder, so... <laughs> Ruthless just looks at the dead serpent folk. Did we not just kill, like, a, a bunch of people? We're not so different, really. I just make a habit of killing cultists. We could start with a name. Introductions. Hell Knight Isaiah. Rethel looks over the armor. Do I recognize it? Does it look similar? Roll to of knowledge Jeremiah's? local. Can I, I think it's nobility for Hell Knight. Oh, it is nobility for Hell Knight armor. Yeah, roll nobility. Rethel, you will get a bonus because it's a Hell Knight order. It's nobility. Um, can I treat it as like identifying a monster? Uh, you you can roll it untrained, really, because this is you, okay. you know how light orders pretty well. Thirty-one. Right, don't fuck me, Gil. Okay, maybe I shouldn't be rolling the Desna die for this. Where's my fucking hell night die? <laughs> <laughs> While they talk, can I just slip the throats of these <laughs> two these snake people? Make right. some yeah. dead, dead. Uh, that's that's an even ten, Lamau. Yes. So, Gareth, you pull out your star knife and start slitting throats. Awesome. And then I'm going to channel a couple of times because everybody needs healing. After the, the other guys are dead dead. I got a 31 nobility. Alex? Order of the Pyre. Oh. Retha just looks down her nose and says, or not not down her nose so much, but like raises her, raises her gaze to this new ally as an equal and says, any 
friend of Jeremiah's is an ally of mine. The Pyre brought forth the God Claw, although I don't swear myself to the allegiance of any god. Except Desna. She really likes Desna. Oh yeah, Isaiah. No, I don't. <laughs> you saw the cleric pull out a star knife and start slitting throats. What a useless weapon. Hold it. Isaiah just shoots up and goes, oh really? <laughs> Rutha's just like keeping these two off each other. Well, the first channel was 22. Okay, so 20 bag to burn. Uh, Alex, would you like to share what weapon Isaiah is currently holding? Isaiah has uh, the chained whip of Zankufan just prominently wrapped about his arm, like digging in on one arm and the other arm still probably, still kind of drawing whatever blood is left from the uh, serpent folk at his feet. How's everybody health-wise after that channel? Another one? Uh, I didn't even notice it, so oh, give me a sec. As you channel, I step back out of the range. Isaiah steps back out of the range. He ducks behind the corner. Interesting. Alex, I do have to ask, your order of the pyre, does Isaiah have any relation to Isaiah the Sun Wizard? No, no relation, just common names. I was thinking of his name and Isaiah came to my, and I wrote it down and I'm like, this is a great name. Excellent, excellent. I just wanted to make sure that you are not distantly related to, or somehow related to Isaiah the Sun Wizard. 19 more. That's a good channel. Yeah, two good channels in a row. So down to seven, seven channels for those who are keeping track. The light is uncomfortable sometimes. Rather not absorb the energies of Desna, but if it's a if it's what allows me to keep going, it's necessary. Rafa, outside of Isaiah's gaze, shoots a little warning glance at Gareth. <laughs> well, we'll see we'll see how this guy works. He's no Pelta though. I don't know who Pelta is, but I'm sure I'll be more than a fitting and a companion battle. And Isaiah joins the party. I'm just disappointed you didn't have Jeremiah's warp spell look like the Fire Emblem bad guy warp kind of thing. Where you just like <laughs> oh, no, no, emblem no, on the, the ground the here and you just like walk in. up and oh my God. yeah. yeah. Isaiah That's what is I expected from you, confirmed. Sam. I just wanted to let you know. That, you know what? Changing, I know you already drew it, but if I had to make the token, <laughs> the, the fucking Black Knight armor is what Jeremiah is wearing. Yeah. <laughs> He's got his elven curved blade in front of him, his Londite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, might have a chance to test things out. Look, I've I've drawn his mask, but I haven't drawn a helmet for him. So yeah, All right. So where is it we're heading now? Other hallway, I think. I would assume. There's the door back here east. and the hallway to the east. You guys haven't gone up yet. Like east, some way. Yeah, there is only east. Or you can just there's skip the rest east. of the floor and go down to floor nine. Well, yeah, that'll be it. But we're definitely not going back to town. <laughs> All right, uh, new guy. Who do you report to? Nobody in the fort. Good, we don't have to convince you to keep us a secret then. Says his gun. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt whatever you do would convince him anyways. Your tech does not concern me. Oh, that's not why. I, I just want to really see Haas' face when I pull a gun on him. That I might look forward to. Isaiah just goes, oh, we're going to get along better than I thought. <laughs> yeah, that's be fine. We'll, we'll agree on just beating the shit out of Haas at some point. I, I can even get behind that. Yeah, that, that is a unifying thing for this group. <laughs> That's right. You want to beat the shit out of Haas? You're okay in my book. Things have changed. <laughs> yeah, nothing can be wrong with a guy who wants to beat the shit out of Haas. That's right. No, there's no 
evil reasons to want to kill Host. Why would even if why there would are, even... it's fine. <laughs> I don't care. It's... It doesn't. Yeah, we don't care why you want to kill Host. <laughs> You're just gonna kill Host <laughs> eventually, probably. Who knows? Probably. Who knows? Who knows? It right. I know. Well, let's keep. Let's keep moving then. Keep moving. All right. So you, uh, hallway or doorway? Yeah, hallway. I think we're right here. There's probably gonna be hallways either way, but guess I'm the leader now. Unless Maldrick wants to go first. Or Azaya. Or the new guy. You guys have much higher, uh, whatever, oh, than me, so uh, you go first. Azaya can't- wait, let Easy. me double check. I haven't used a chain whip before, hold on. It's not a reach it's weapon. It's not reach. It's not reach? Okay. I didn't think it was, but then it's exotic, which I don't- Chain know whip or a spike chain? Because spike chains, spike I think you can take a feat to make them reach, but they're not basically- Yeah, you can. Yeah, you I don't can have reach. that feat yet. Basically, in 3.5, they were reached. They nerfed them in Pathfinder, but then they put in a feat that lets you get reach back. Believe me, I know the spike chain feat chain. <laughs> I have my core. I have my core feats on this guy now. That's the benefit of coming I, in. Whenever higher, we do one shots higher with levels. our Sunday group or with our Saturday now group, um, I play coup fights just to like creep the hell out of people. I love it. Vinya was originally conceptualized as, as a character for that, but uh... Oh, here it is. Dance of Chains. You need Chain Mastery, Exotic Weapon, Spike Chain, Weapon Finesse, Perform Dance, One Rank. Yes, Perform Dance, One Rank. Something. <laughs> when wielding a Spike Chain one-handed, you add Dex instead of Strength to Damage, and you treat your reach as five feet greater. You thought you were worshipping Zonkuthon, but you were actually worshipping Shaylin. But then I'd have to use Dex and not Strength. No, you can. You don't have to. Oh, you can? Okay. It's optional. That's very nice. Honesty isn't going to take her spectral form. No. Just because I don't need a weapon right this second. Party marches forward in order. Bop, 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 bop. Bap, 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 bap. And as I, you turn around the corner and serpent what folk. More of these cultists. Roll for initiative. Okay, oh, roll the die. Ooh, and then uh, turn. Up first is Declan. Nothing to do at this point. Isaiah. is going to charge forward into what I believe is a degenerate serpent folk. Yeah, it's the same one he just coldly slaughtered. But and you then, haven't seen these if you want to roll the knowledge check. I can roll a knowledge check. Uh, wait. Oh, it would be local. These are knowledge local. Because monstrous humanoid. Never mind. Er, I can't. Uh, yeah, monstrous humanoid local. I could, but I'm not tricked. So. Okay. I don't care. They're called this. Why would I bother? They're things that should stop breathing. Yeah, exactly. They worship evil, chaotic things. Why would I care what they are? They worship chaotic things. I don't think you care so much about the evil. Boy, I need to activate my judgment. Oh, nice. My two judgments, <laughs> which I have a new class at a high level. Oh, no. That's <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. We're going to activate my judgment of justice and protection. Oh, right, because you can activate two simultaneously yes, right now. I have double judgment, or dual judgment. And then we make my attack natural three. Um, well, it is against flat-footed. 20. Is that my card? 20 against flat-footed is a hit. Hurrah. 14 damage. With your spiked chain. With my spiked chain. Which I I'm like sad you couldn't slowly. afford Vicious on it, because that's one of my favorite Zonkuthon enchantments. Not yet. Not yet. Not <laughs> next I'm going to hop in again now. I remember stuff I can do. I'm just going to pull Strength Maldrick. Which is a plus six right now, Maldrick, because of Brownford Transmuter. Yeah, I am out of our team as far, but that's not a problem. Jesus Christ. 
plus six plus bolts. Six bolts. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, you guys might need to retreat soon just to recharge spells. I yeah. But I got plenty. I, I, I'm out of, having I'm out spells. Of Imagine level. that. <laughs> about it. It's not I mean, like just... most of my smite chaos is from there. I'm fine on like general buffing stuff. It's just. I still have seven channels. My you have my, your rune stones. It's fine. My most important. Those spells. are all first levels. Oh, so I'm good. It's, it's expensive to get more. Yeah. Uh, this serpent folk is going to walk over into the corner and hear an, it start knocking on a door. One is getting away. And it's Gareth's turn. I have plenty of spells, plenty of channels left. Is this spot here open or is someone there? No, that's where Ratha's standing. That's what I couldn't tell. I, where I was, I couldn't see it. Cause that's where I want to an effect Maldrick, but I can't get to him. No, you, can I reach no. out and touch him from where I am, or is that a hard corner? I can keep you reach. It's a hard corner, but you could reach out and touch him, I guess. Okay, so I'm going to reach out and touch him and uh, spend, ally, so. spend two channels to uh, get to bane his weapon. I guess it's serpent folk. Neat. Down to five channels. Five. Five of those kind Well, I guess Maldrick is going to start moving up. One, two... Oh, well, fuck, I can't get to him. Yep. Uh, Maltrick's just gonna hold. I'd rather do her thing first. She's gotta reach weapon. All right, you guys hear more knocking and you hear a door open and close. And behind you guys, the statue of the serpent behind you all, behind Ray, starts shaking and splits in half. We did it for secret doors. As a serpentine construct take shape. That's very cool. Okay. We'll take a five-foot step and strike at Ray. That's a two-on die. Carry on, Retha. Well. <laughs> you guess I'll make some room for melee fighters and casters to shuffle about. Scoot up and stab the guy that his eye is working on. I really like. I know we talk about how the Bowman designed this level really well, but the sheer amount of bottleneck combats that are possible in this—so many—he's done in a this great job. Floor specifically, like it's vicious. I love it. Retha, stab that this guy. I feel when Isaiah dies, dies before the floor is up, just because you know bottlenecks. Them will have a much harder time uh, hitting Isaiah. Pelta. Plus, Zaya will probably just scream harder, Daddy, every time he does. So. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't slow Sam down, though. It doesn't slow Sam down, though. Not when I made a character uh, who specifically a... built to do that with Vicious. That's insane, guys. Only a 28 to hit. Only 75 points of damage. No. For... Well, she only gets one attack. 27 piercing. Two acid. Zaya who has not seen these things yet, you notice that that doesn't all, that all that damage doesn't seem to go through. The acid does, but the appears the damage that was dealt, and when you're attacked, it didn't seem to all go through, like it resisted it partially. It is his turn. Uh, he's gonna try and swing at Isaiah, uh with a 19. No. Not, not even close, not. right? What is Isaiah's AC? 29. That's spicy. Ooh, almost, almost as good as Rathas. Yeah. Uh, and then he's going to try and bite you futilely with a 14. And it is now Ray's turn. I'll bite it then. Honestly, he's going to go from spirit form to bladed rifle form. And I'm going to pour four shots into the construct here. All right. So first attack is a 23 touch. Yep. Terrible. Second attack is 
second attack is a 27 touch. Better roll. Fifth attack is a 28 touch. Yep. Fourth attack is a 30 touch. Yep. I kept rolling better and better on that. So 15, that one. 15 on the first attack. That's uh, 17, 19. All right, I can't roll higher this time. 15 again. All right. You did a good number on it, but it seems to be... Oh, it, it seems to still be standing. I assume it's got enemy time. That's not a problem. I'll just do it next turn. That's my turn. This one is going to five foot step here and let me just move the server book out of the way. And a 15 foot cone release a breath weapon. And I need a fortitude save from Gareth and Ray. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hi. Oh. Is it poison? Mm, yes, it's a poison. Yeah. Don't matter. I nat 20 that bitch. You're fine. Ray, give me a roll. I don't think it matters me either. Uh, that's uh, 26. You are both fine. What did the breath weapon look like? Was it green? Was it? It looked like a cloud of ash and gravel. Uh, we are at the top of the round. Zaya's going to show off in next episode. Bye, everyone. Bye. Hi, everybody. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Dungeon Dive Bar. To keep tabs on what we're up to, follow us on social media. You can find us on Twitter at at Bar Dungeon, on Facebook at facebook.com slash Dungeon Dive Bar, and on Tumblr at dungeondivebar.tumblr.com. You can also find more information about us at our link tree, including links to our fan Discord server and Twitch. You can find that at L-I-N-K-T-R dot ee slash dungeon dive bar to hear our episodes a little bit early and get access to some behind the scenes extras check out our patreon at patreon.com slash dungeon dive bar a very special thank you to our middle shelf and top shelf patrons happy cyclops jacob mirror wolf 22 plus and bellandora thanks and see you at the bar <laughs>